I'm Mira. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience to discuss all things matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and of course, body positivity. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Matcha Mondays podcast. I'm Mira. That's Silver. And we are back and ready to chat with you. And today's episode is all about what our red flags are in men. (laughs) I thought we were doing it in other people's relationships. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Um, It's still, this is still very applicable. Um, Okay, one more time. Um. Hi everyone, we're back, and today's topic is about our red flags that we see in other people's relationships. If you see any of these red flags in your friends' relationship, or maybe even in your relationship, run. I want to think. Run. <laughs> I'm not bitch. saying that we're the word of God, but I think we're pretty. We're pretty close. We're pretty close. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying our word is like the right of way but i am saying that i think we are pretty well educated on this subject yes because most of the time we're right so it's not all the time agreed it's our special talent is being right all the time yes so for today's check-in i'm going to tell you guys the books that i've downloaded on my audible account for when i am breastfeeding or just chilling and trying to make it through the day um, so the first book that I got is yes, called, is oh my God, it's happening right now. The first book that I got is called Do Less. So it's a book that has been on my radar for a while. Um, and it's all about, especially for like, it says women and mothers, um, were ready to release their cultural inherited belief that their worth is equal to their productivity and instead create a personal and professional life that is based on presence, meaning, and joy. So I definitely fall into, yeah, like this, my worth is amounted to how much work I put into things and into life. So I'm definitely really excited to have like a different perspective um, on life and hopefully just trying to like do the basics and enjoy life more by doing that. So that's mm-hmm. one of the books I ordered. Another book is to How to Keep House While Drowning. And it's actually um, a really good book for people who have ADHD. And I have been told by my therapist that she wants me to get diagnosed with ADHD. But because of some other disorders that I have, um, they kind of like go hand in hand. So I kind of, I think like a person who has ADHD a lot, even though I'm not 100% sure if I have it or not, but it is a very good book for people who have ADHD. And it basically teaches you how to see chores as kindness to your future self, not as a representation of your worth. It teaches you how to set priorities, um, how to stagger tasks so that you don't procrastinate, how to clean in quick bursts that exists within your daily routine, and how to create shortcuts to transform a room from messy to functional. So I'm a very, cool. yes, I'm a very, very clean person, but with my new baby coming along, I know that life is going to get pretty hectic, and I'm a very much, my environment reflects my mental health, so I really want to keep up on 
keeping house and like of course working with that with my husband like it's not all me but um, just making a good routine so that I have a nice clean comfortable space to exist in while I'm adjusting to my new life so I got that book I also got the subtle art of not giving a fuck because one I just really like the title but I'm a person who gives so many fucks so (laughs) I'm trying to give less fucks especially for the fucks that I give for people who don't deserve it so I'm hoping that that book teaches me how to give less fucks and then by recommendation of our dear sweet Mira on the mic um I also got The Devil in Connecticut because it is one of the cases of Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases that they've worked on. And I'm really excited to read that. And The Sanatorium, which apparently because I read the guest list, this one might be something I like as well. So some fun books and then some like mental health books, like better help. What is it? Self-help books. So I have a good Mm -hmm. little combo in there and I'm really excited to read them. Lovely. And for you, darling, what's your check-in? Um, so my update is that my blanket is coming along. I've mm-hmm. made a fourth of it now, I think. Yes. This is a fourth. Yeah, beautiful little squares. Yeah, I've made a lot of squares. So mm-hmm. we're getting there, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. It might come with me on my trip. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Post it. <laughs> the traveling um, crochet blanket. I know, literally. Uh, but yeah, so I'm crocheting my blanket and i actually have to pack today literally today mm-hmm. my flight is in less than 24 hours um and i'm gonna be gone for about a month so yeah I have to pack for a long time yeah try not to stress because packing is supposed to be fun and not stressful i find it so very we'll stressful see. i but i pack the week ahead because i get stressed yeah well, I had to do all my laundry, so I couldn't even pack anything. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But that's step in the my right direction. <laughs> huh? I said it's a step in the right direction, at least. Thank you. Step one, yeah. clean clothes. Yeah. Dry clothes. So that is my chicken Gorgeous. for you all. A guancha. Um, Should we get so, it into our red flag? I feel like this is yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> okay. So... My first red flag that I see in people's relationships, and this is a big one for me, is when one person is making fun of their partner at their expense over something that you can tell makes them visibly and audibly uncomfortable. And I've been to like, I don't know, social situations or like double dates or something where one person will start like making fun of their partner for something and it's so evident like so quickly that that's like oh no no that's not like a like a silly like we tease each other about this all the time and it's okay like it's like putting them down yeah like this is a not this person does not want this to be shared and like it's so uncomfortable and like there'll be situations where I literally will be like hey, I don't think that they think this is funny. Like, maybe you should stop talking about this. Like, I was in a specific situation where someone was saying that they didn't want to marry someone because they weren't on their level because of their job and um, were making fun of them because of that person's job. And I was like, whoa, like, that is a really awful thing to say about your partner 
and like you don't know maybe this person's trying i don't know like i don't know the situation but either way like but it's so private that i'm like why are you sharing this that's not funny and like making fun of their job like right in front of like two people who are like more like involved or any either way just like it's none of our business and like my husband and I always sit there and we're like I'm so uncomfortable like my husband and I get so uncomfortable when like that happens and we always try to be like hey are you okay and whatever and then they're probably like oh no no it's funny we joke about it and I'm like okay maybe but like it's very clear that this person's uncomfortable and like sometimes I don't think that it's the intention to put that person down necessarily but sometimes it is and I'm just like, why would you do that? Like, why would you purposely make fun of your partner in a way that is not appropriate or consensual just to, like, make fun of them? Like, are you trying to make yourself look better? And, like, why are you trying to make yourself look better to other people? Like, shouldn't you want your partner to see you in a better light? And you're just, like, shit shitting on them. And I'm like, I would never do that. And if I do, because, like, sometimes I know, like, I tease my husband and I, my husband and I tease each other all the time. And if, like, I ever were to hit, like, a sensitive topic, like, I, I can tell instantly with my husband, like, ooh, that was something that I, I shouldn't say or whatever. And immediately I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to whatever. And we yeah. work it out. But, like, I don't, I honestly don't think that's ever happened. Like, it's happened in situations where, like, my friends are like, oh, like, don't make fun of him for that and whatever. And I'm just like, oh, okay. But, like, it's, it's actually something he and I are comfortable making fun of or, like, teasing. But I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, maybe you didn't know that. You're just defending him, whatever. But I'm not trying to put my husband down. <laughs> like, it's just, like, we make fun of each other a lot. And, like, that's a part of our, like, love language. But, yeah, I just, I don't understand the benefit of doing that. And, like, why you would want to, like, show off for this other couple or other people in the group when, like, that's supposed to be the person you support the most. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, I don't like that. It makes me really, really uncomfortable. I'm also like it makes the partner look bad because it's like why did you choose them then if you want to sit make fun of them all the time like why are you with them yeah I don't get that either like I don't get like wanting people to think that your partner is like less than for like any reason yeah like be honest if like there's things that come up that you're like oh yeah we're working on this or they're she or he or is working on this but in general like that's not his business like you shouldn't be like demonstrating your partner's flaws to the world yeah no yeah because you're right like why then why are you with them like if you think they're so shitty like why are you with them i know literally like i wouldn't want to have a partner that i would be like yeah he's deadbeat and his job's not that great like then it's embarrassment for me because it's like then why i think all these awful things like why did i choose him and why am i showing that to my friends yeah it doesn't make sense like it's a poor reflection on you too yeah it is I, I never understand. No, me either. I'm like, if they're really that terrible, like, don't be with them then. Because they're complacent, baby. Complacent. Yes. But yeah, that's my first big red flag. Like, that's a really big red flag for me. Like, when as soon as I yeah. see that happening, I'm like, ooh, what the fuck mm-hmm. are you guys doing together? <laughs> but yeah, what's your first red flag? We also did not tell each other these ahead of time because no, we thought it would be didn't. a fun surprise. So you're gonna like this one okay um my red flag 
is when one person in the relationship mm-hmm. has asked for help so many times and has illustrated how they need the help mm-hmm. and the other person just won't do it no matter how many times they've been asked yeah <laughs> do you like that one i like it it's, um yeah allow fuck. me to elaborate <laughs> like fuck <laughs> Well, I just feel like it's so evident in so many relationships mm-hmm. that, like, I've seen. Yeah. It's like one person will really need, like, help or support. And it's like, it's just them in the relationship. Like, it's insane. Like, I've had friends who have told their partners what they needed and what they wanted. And the partner will just go out of left field and go do whatever and completely ignore all the requests that they agreed on, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then they just fully do their own thing and the person who had the problem in the first place was like this is the opposite of what i asked you to do and we had a conversation and you agreed that you would step up or you agreed that you would do x y and z for me or you agreed that we would compromise on this or Mm -hmm. we have a plan and we stuck to the plan and we said we were going to and then you've just completely abandoned like your role in the relationship yeah and it's really frustrating to see because it's just like a cyclical cycle it's like you watch these people go around and around and around in circles and nothing is changing. And then you mm-hmm. have to hear about it. And it sucks because obviously, you know, especially if they're like friends, you care a lot mm-hmm. and you don't want them to experience that. So it's really frustrating because I just don't understand, like, why wouldn't you want to make your partner happy? Why wouldn't you want to make your partner's life easier? Like, isn't the whole concept of being in a relationship to lift each other up? and to better each other's lives, and to improve, and oh my god, I wish you could see Solomon's face right now. <laughs> He's like, yes, zero fucking no. You win the like, think... No, but like, I just don't understand, like, I always say, like, the reason why I'm single right now is not because I can't really find anyone, it's because I'm looking for somebody who I know is going to elevate my life in mm-hmm. every way I possibly could want like yeah. whether that means like living wise I want them to you know encourage me to do more with my life even though you know a lot of that di- like discipline and motivation like, comes motivate. from myself but yeah it's like inspires I want, like, a cheer- like I want yeah. you to be my cheerleader and I want to cheer you on and like yeah. I want us to be great together yeah and that's why I'm so fucking picky because I'm like yeah sure like this person could cut it but are they going to cut it long term like are you going to benefit me and can Mm -hmm. I benefit you long term like it's not just that oh like everyone's not good enough for me it's also like what I need to be aware of what I'm bringing to the table and I know I bring a lot to the table but it's like do we bring enough for each other to the table yeah anyway I just don't understand you guys have decided that you want to be with each other great so you've decided that you both are bringing enough to the table. So then why aren't you actually executing on that? Because people are complacent. I don't think it's all complacency and I don't get it. I'm like, we're all so young. Like, I know Silver and I, like, at least with the people around us and, like, for even, like, just external, like, people we're not even super involved with. Because, again, this is just, like, stuff we've observed in our lifetime. Yeah. But we're, like, in our 20s. So, yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> even though... I still keep thinking like, oh my God, I'm old and I don't have enough time. Like whatever, (laughs) that's my own issue. But like, we are really young and people can leave relationships at this time and it's so normal. And I'm not saying everyone should just like leave, but I'm saying that if you are settling for complacency in your twenties, like that's a problem. Yeah. 
Well, didn't you say most people get divorced at like 35? That's what one of my therapists said. Yeah. That is like really shitty though because I feel like just from observation and being this age, like I can see why. Like I can. And she's not like just saying it to say it like statistically. Divorces are so common, especially North America. Yeah. Well, that's why like I was freaking out because like my husband and I we've been together for a very very long time but like we're entering a very new chapter of our lives with a baby and I was like oh my god like babies like babies are a huge point of contention in relationships and like newborns and like all that shit and I like I was freaking out about that and like it's just really unfortunate because like with my husband and I instead of not doing anything about that anxiety like he and I we talked about it we prepped for it like before we even tried to have a child like we prepared for that and like I'm not saying like knock on wood like I honestly like my husband is and I are like so close that like I don't see I I really can say this confidently I don't see anything going wrong and if if Mm -hmm. it did I think we would be really great friends but like I just, I can see other people rushing into things because they're like, this has to be the timeline. I have to do this. And maybe this is not the right person, but like, it's that um, sunken time fallacy where it's like, I've put all this effort into it. It has to work. And I'm like, no, no, no. Quality and quantity in relationships is like really like, yes, like I've known my husband since we were 13 and that does do something for a relationship. Like we've just seen each other through so much So, like, I know him so well. But, like, you can meet someone and get married after, like, a year or something and still have that same quality of relationship. So, like, it doesn't matter how long you've been with someone, like, or where you are in your life. Like, it just sucks because I feel like a lot of people in their 20s rush into things because they Mm -hmm. think that this needs to happen now and it doesn't matter if the person's not 100% great, they're good for now because, like, divorce happens and divorce is messy. And kids kids kids. are usually involved. Yeah, so it's like, no, don't get married if you, if this person's not right. Don't have a kid if this person is not right and you're like, well, it's just going to be fine for now because I need to have a kid before I turn whatever. It's like, fuck that. Like, I know. It's, it's so insane to me. It's insane. And like, it's, and you're right. Like, it's really shitty when you see, like, just going back to your red flag, like, it's really shitty to see partners, like, begging for the, their other partner to step up and communicating that and then it not being met and then just being okay with it. Yeah, I just, I thoroughly do not understand that. And again, like, seeing that so much is why my standards, like, I don't even think that's a high standard. I feel like no. that's the basic minimum, you know. What did you say? So the I wouldn't even say hell. I have high st- I know, my high standard is I need my partner to listen and deliver. Yeah. No, it's just like, I don't understand why people settle so quickly. And I, like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, like, my past relationship, I was so fucking young. So, like, I thought I knew everything. And, like, I thought the way I was navigating that and what I was, you know, getting out of that relationship was, like, perfect. You yeah. know, I was so delusional at the time. You were a kid. But, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Like, you are a kid at that age. So yeah. when people are still choosing, like, oh, yeah, this is how my life should be at 20. Like, I'm not 
shaming anybody for getting married at 20 or having or not 20 but like whatever do whatever you want i'm not shading anyone for getting married in their 20s or having kids in their 20s i mean my fucking best friend is doing it but like (laughs) that's me but (laughs) but i'm just saying like the difference is like you and your partner support each other and when you and i have literally been in the conversations with them sometimes about navigating an issue like i've actually been involved sometimes yeah (laughs) it's just happened but like i have actively seen them work it out come up with a plan meet each other halfway which Mm -hmm. is what a relationship should be yes almost every other relationship i have seen except for maybe a couple yeah have i seen a couple (laughs) haha redundancy (laughs) have i seen a couple meet each other halfway come up with a plan or at Mm -hmm. least I've never heard that because when my friends tell me or anyone I know tells me sorry this is such a long rant about this but like every time I've heard anyone like open up and tell me about this I'm like where's the halfway point yeah like because what you're what's happening and usually this is what's happening that I see is one person is just settling and letting this person basically walk all over them after telling them so many times this is what I want the person doesn't deliver and they're like okay I guess I'm not gonna get this yeah like, but I'm not going to leave because I'm not going to find better. Or yeah, yeah the what was it sucks. called? The sinking... Sunken time fallacy. The sunken time fallacy yeah. because of that. Or because there's just such low self-esteem. Because I get it. Yeah. Like, I was in a relationship and I didn't want to leave because I because of the sunken time fallacy. And because I thought, like, who am I going to get after this? Yeah. And that after I worked on that and I fucking left and I was like, best decision ever. Yeah. But now, like, my eyes are so fucking open. And I'm like, I need everyone else to open their eyes. And the difference is I was, like, in my teenage years. Yeah. And these are people that are, like, way further into their relationships Mm -hmm. and have had way more experience and Mm -hmm. are so very capable of understanding that they could do better. And they just choose not to at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, the overall, (laughs) I know this is such a long rant. I just find it such a big, big red flag when I see somebody in a relationship working really hard asking for what they want doing all of the things that you're supposed to do in order to communicate and then the other person absolutely just walking all over them and ignoring it and not giving a shit yeah it's awful red flag. it's absolutely awful to see. it's honestly heartbreaking it's not even a red flag at that point i'm like can you just leave like, i know i'm like what that's the like fuck a deal breaker doing? at yeah. that point i know it's awful um but i guess my next red flag is uh, I kind of like put two in one, I guess, but it's mm-hmm. when one person in the relationship invalidates that person using competitive victimization. Cause that like Damn. really, really bothers me when I see that because I feel like some people don't do it maybe super consciously, but I think it shows a really big lack of empathy and compassion for your partner. For example, you live with your partner and you've had a really, really hard day. You come home and you're like, oh, my God, like Barbara at work was so awful, like blah, blah, blah. And then your partner immediately goes, oh, well, my day was so much worse because David said this and whatever. I hate that because like you should be able to come to your partner and that should be like one of the safest spaces for you to like even complain about something really small like oh my pen broke today and I don't know why that was so upsetting for me but like it really threw me through the ringer and instead of your partner being like oh my gosh that sucks like is there something else going on or was it just about the pen let's have a sad pen party and just like supporting your partner with that feeling no matter how small being like what the fuck why do you care about that it's such a hard thing to see in relationships 
because I hate seeing people feel invalidated, period, but especially by someone who's supposed to be like one of your biggest support systems and just, yeah, like that safest place for you and making it not safe for you to have like any kind of emotion that's not just I had a great day and I'm not going to be a bother to you and like you don't have to worry about me or like help me with my feelings because I'm just like always happy and, and whatever it's it's really disappointing to see that if you do that I encourage you not to because it's so unfair to that person and to your relationship because you're just making it an unsafe space for them. So like, yes, there's times where like if my husband comes home and it's something really silly, like he came home one time and he was so, I could like, I knew from the second he entered the door that there was something wrong. I usually come and do something silly when he comes home because I'm usually home before he is. And usually I'll like hide around a corner and pretend, to, I don't know, it's, it's funny to me, but maybe it sounds disturbing, but I'll pretend to be like a demon or something and like hide around the corner. And then when he sees me, I'm just like, <laughs> and then it's like a fun thing we do. <laughs> maybe it's not that funny, but that's what we do. And I was like getting in like in position to be creepy and I knew that something was wrong. So I was just like, oh, I'm not going to be a demon today. Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, my God, I went and got this cake. And then when I got to the checkout, they, like, pushed the uh, like a sticker on it and they squished the cake. And now this is, like, all ruined. And then I got here. And then the building's really hot. And then the wagon thing. Like, it was all, like, thing after thing after thing. And, like, all those things don't seem like a huge deal, right? But, like to him it was and like because it's important to him and because it upset him I sat I listened and then at, at the end of Watch like the money. rant I couldn't help myself but kind of like giggle about how like ridiculous all those things were and I was like hey why don't you go have a shower I'll go make you a cup of tea you go have a shower just like chill decompress and then we'll come back he realized after that he's like oh my god all those things were so silly but I felt like at least I was able to support him in that, even though it was a silly thing, like a bunch of silly little things. But then I was, I was there for him. I actively listened to him. I knew what he needed and I was a supportive partner. So it can be something silly. It doesn't have to be like, oh my God, like I saw, I don't know, someone die today and whatever. Like it doesn't have to be like a huge thing for you to be a good and supportive partner. Like you can be laugh at them laugh with them and still validate their feelings without making them feel like something so small is like not important mm -hmm. so it's a red flag for me when people don't do that there you go i have one give her to me yes and this applies before anyone calls me out and says oh my god this is so targeted and sexist well it's not <laughs> Okay. This what goes for any race. Any race. Oh my god. This goes for any <laughs> gender. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, locker room talk. Mm. Such mm -hmm. a red flag for mm -hmm. me. And it goes for any gender. It's one. Now let me let me get into it because people are like, well, we're human and we find people attractive even outside of our relationships. And sure, you can find anybody you want attractive. And I've mm -hmm. seen couples do this thing where they're both like, wow, that person's really attractive. That's it. Cool. Like, it's one thing to be complimentive and, you know, admit and just be generally appreciative of something. Yeah. Where I draw the line 
But when you're in a relationship, I feel it's so inappropriate, uncomfortable, especially for me when I see like people sexually commenting on other people, mm-hmm. especially when the partner isn't around. And I even find it more uncomfortable when the partner is around and they're just kind of sitting there. I know. Like, I know. embarrassing for that. I know. It's just like, it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, there's certain things that just don't need to be voiced and I don't mm-hmm. find are appropriate to be voiced. Yeah. Agreed. And, like, I can say for certain I would not want my partner in public commenting on, like, another woman being like, oh, my God, that girl, she's so fucking hot and I bang her any day. Like, that would be my hall pass, blah, blah, blah. One, I would just not date a guy like that. No. But I just find that so inappropriate. And, honestly, people don't realize. But when you do this, like, you are embarrassing your partner and honestly disrespecting them whether mm-hmm. you like it or not whether you have any intention of acting on those feelings or not it is so disrespectful and just so insulting to not yeah. only your partner but also your relationship yeah i think it's really really awful like the only um i guess exception to the rule is like what you were saying if both of you like have that understanding where it's like funny like for example my husband and I and Pierre on TikTok like we both love him and like whenever we're like oh my god he's like a god and like we have that like joke with each other but like we both know that's as that's as surface level as it gets like we're not saying we're trying to like fuck them or whatever but like also it's like it's very different and like you know the vibe if it's different very quickly yeah and the other thing I don't like too is when even you talk about your partner in a locker room kind of way like I would get really uncomfortable and I don't know if you agree with this but like I would get really uncomfortable if my husband was like talking with his like co-workers or something and being like oh yeah like I did this with Silver last night and she did yeah, this or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, and like, that's uncomfortable. it's so uncomfortable. And then like, I have to meet them and they know all this like very personal, yeah. intimate it's, it, things about me. It's one thing if it's like your best friend or like a very close friend and you're just talking about like intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. If it comes up and like, there's already that like foundation of a relationship and respect. And it's like a normal conversation to have. Yeah. Then like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I know it's silver <laughs> and yeah. I've and I've heard it from both and it's just kind of like hey like whatever yeah but you it's know. not like I feel like there's a difference though of being like I'm excited and I just need someone to share this oh, with yeah. in As like a safe being like, way oh my god let me just like tell you about last night yeah and, like, yeah it's weird it's weird it's definitely like that kind of energy like yeah. it's yeah, it's one thing to be, like, excited and you're saying it because you're praising them and you're, like, happy. Yeah. But it's another thing when you're, like, trying to flex. It's, yeah. it's weird. Like, yeah. I have I have a really good friend where she texts me, like, literally every time her and her husband has sex. And it's, like, a celebration. <laughs> like, it's not, oh like, a... God. Yeah, it's very different if you're just, like, I'm really excited because, like, this happened and I'm happy about it versus, like, my husband's schlong is so big and, like, bigger than anything I've ever seen. I'm like, I don't need to know this. Like, Yeah, that's a bit too much. It's I, too much. I get really uncomfortable in those situations, and I often just get really, really quiet. Because, like, I've been, I don't know, like, I've had girls' nights, and they're just like, oh, my God. Like, I keep saying Dave because our Dave, our vacuum's name is Dave. 
but like people are like oh my god dave is so big and dave did this and whatever and like blah blah, blah. and i'm like i don't need to know this i have to see dave i don't want to think about his penis like thank you it's okay like if you're telling yeah. me because you're excited and like we want to celebrate together that's one thing but if you're telling me to be like, I have such a great sex life and I my husband has a big penis, I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm happy for you, but we can, we don't need to talk about this. And I would be really uncomfortable if my husband was going to his friends and doing the same. So I just keep most of it to myself and within reason. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, the whole concept of locker room talk, I just find this so disrespectful and... And unnecessary. Like, I always yeah, wonder what the purpose. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. the purpose? Like, are you trying to make yourself feel bigger and, like, mightier because, like, you got to fuck so-and-so? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm just, not I interested. would want people to know that, yeah, I agree. Like, unless it's, like, a best friend and you're confiding because, yeah, like, you're happy about it or because maybe you need some advice. Like, yeah. whatever. But, yeah. like. Very different. I would not want my partner to, like, talk about me sexually with the whole world like that would just be so awful for me like that is private that's like what we do in our free time like no one needs to know yeah no I totally agree with you you know not our thing red flag stop stop it just stop stop it stop it cut it out um my next red flag is a clear and uh lack of emotion or not emotion a clear sorry but no but yes but i wanted to say (laughs) a clear lack of communication within the relationship Mm, like mm -hmm. i always get really uncomfortable and of course i'm like pulling this from a lot of just like being around other couples and like not the couples i'm like closest to at all but just like going through life and being like introduced to couples and how they are in their relationships Like, I always get really uncomfortable if I say to someone, like, oh, my God, and right, like, you were telling me how upset you were about this. And then the other person's, like, couple or partner will be like, wait, I didn't know that. And I'm like, why? Oh, my God, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, because I'm like, what do you talk about? Like, why don't you know this? Segway, but, like, have you ever met a couple where you just look at them and you're like, what? do you guys do yes when you're not with us yes what do you talk about when you're home what do you do for fun yeah together yeah what is life like for you why are you together like what do you like about each other i don't know and you genuinely know if you ask they're not going to be able to respond yeah i i'm always yeah that was my second no but it's true there's like certain couples where i'm like why didn't you know this about them like what do you talk about what do you do like when you guys are together like how do you not know this about them? And like, yeah, maybe if it's like an early on relationship, like, like it totally makes sense if they're like, oh my God, I never got, to, I haven't told you about this yet, but like blah, blah, blah. And then it can be like a fun, exciting thing that you can all share and be like, you can pitch in in the story and you're like, and then you did this and whatever. Like it's very different than if like for like very like example, like you're having like a double date or something and then you were talking to your friend and they had a really, really hard, like difficult situation at work the week prior. And you're like, oh, so how did this end up panning out? Like what happened? And then their partner's like, wait, what happened? I'm like, why don't you know that? Yeah. Like just something so simple. And like it can be simple or like even that. even worse, 
Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's just this. I'm going right off of what you're saying. Yeah. Even worse is when the par- one of the people, like one of the par- partners, person, people, one of the partners. Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I say that. One of the people yeah, in the relationship. People in the relationship <laughs> yes. says something about the partner, and the partner's like, "Why are you telling them that? I didn't want anyone to know that. Why didn't you know?" Yeah. And it's like so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That's the like, worst. That's the worst. Yeah. And, like, I know that in my relationship, like, I, I've i never honestly really had to do this. But, like, I just know he knows what's off limits and what's okay to be shared and what's not. And if there are certain things that, like, we're not sure, like, usually it's me. Usually, like, my husband is so <laughs> respectful and private. So, usually it's me where I'll just be, like, oh, are you okay? It may be if, like, because I will think something's funny or interesting or something. I'm like, it's okay if we share this with so-and-so later tonight, and then he can let me know, and it's just, like, a yes or a no, like, a simple yes or no. But, like, yeah. you talk about things, and, like, you get to know your partner, too. Apparently which people don't. You think, but it's just so That's awkward. So it's, like, you're it's right. It's so weird. It's so awkward when, I'm like, you're talking about something, and then the other person's like, oh, and, like, remember when your mom said this to you and how awful it is? And then the person's like, why are you telling them that? And I'm like. Yeah, it's real awkward. Why are you telling us this? <laughs> like, this is so awkward. But it's just so obvious when there's, like, a lack of communication in a relationship. And yeah, that is a huge red flag for me. Because, I yeah, I'm like, what do you guys talk about? Like, when you go home, like, when you, on the drive home, like, what are you, what are you talking about? What do you share with each other? And why don't you know this about this person? Beats me. It's really uncomfortable. It's really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's one of mine. And I actually have something that stems from Uh, what you just said. Very good. my next red flag, it's so funny because almost half of this is not what I wrote down. I'm just like... Yeah, it's just coming up. No, yeah. but you will agree. Okay. My red flag is related to the disagreements. Couples that fight in public. Yes. In front of their friends. Yes. So uncomfortable. Such a red flag. And like, it's so inappropriate. I know. Like, Hold don't on. do that. Sneeze. Oh. <coughs> like I was saying, I don't understand couples that fight in front of people whether Mm -hmm. it's family whether it's their friends it's just so inappropriate i'm such a closed door policy person Mm -hmm. so if you're going to have a disagreement you do not have it in front of your kids you do not have it in front of family and you do not have it in front of friends yeah you have it alone in your home behind closed doors where Mm -hmm. no one else is going to be affected and if you have a disagreement and you happen to be in public, you can table it. You can tell that person, hey, can we talk about this when we go home? I don't want to yeah. talk about it right now, but we need to talk about it when we get home. Yeah. Done. Yeah. But you don't fight in front of people. Like, it is so uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. And, like, it's something that, like, you and I, we have friends who, if they get into an argument, they'll just be like, here, one sec. And I prefer that so much more when they'll just, like, step away for a second especially yeah yeah, like especially if you're close with that couple i do i find it almost less awkward for them just be like uh we just need to step away for a second like we just need to talk about something than like them continuing like this weird tension between them 
because mm-hmm. then you're like, what is going on? Like, I feel yeah, really... Yeah, obviously depends on the argument. Yeah, it depends sure. on the argument, for sure. Yeah. But I know that when my husband and I, if anything were to ever come up, we have this deal. And, like, luckily we don't have to use it very often. But especially if we're, like, um, if we use it for two things. If we use it for if something comes up and we want to talk about it later, just like something we found entertaining or like gossipy, but like we can't all of a sudden be like, oh my God, did you see what they said or whatever, like in front of that person, we'll like kind of tap each other like on the leg, like if like really discreetly to be like, oh my God, oh my God, we need to talk about this later. Or if like something comes up and like I can tell like we need to talk about this later, like properly, then we'll kind of just like gently pat each other on the leg and we're like, you know, put this aside for now we'll do this when we get home and like it works out so much better and like luckily in our situation it doesn't come up very often but if it does like we wait yeah till we're in the car till we're at home until like we're in the privacy of our own space because it makes people really uncomfortable and I don't know like in a way when he and I have talked about arguing in front of children I completely agree with you like I never think you should argue in front of children especially just like seeing parents fight in front of their children like it's it's really hard to see that and it doesn't it affects people that's different than a disagreement though very different yeah but like I do think it's important to like be honest when a disagreement has happened maybe not in like um I like too much detail or personally but like no, I agree with that. Especially yeah. because it's good for kids to understand how to navigate that. And they exactly. They won't know how to do that. They've never seen it. Before. Yeah, which is why, like, my husband and I already talked about, like, if we ever ha- need to have a disagreement or an argument or anything and our children are around, we're just going to be like, okay, mom and dad will we, we'll be mama and appa. Um, but, like, we're, we just need to step away for a second. We love each other. Everything's okay. Like, just we'll take a second. But, like, we need to go have a conversation and we'll come back soon. It, so it shows that it's okay to have arguments in a healthy way, but that you don't need to involve other people in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You like just make them feel unsafe. Like, yeah. I don't know. I find fighting so very triggering, and it makes me feel extremely, extremely unsafe. Yeah. So, same. honest to God, if there's a fight, like, even if it's, like, not that deep, but if people are, like, actively, verbally fighting, We're just bickering. I have to leave. Yeah. Like, I have to leave. Yeah. No, I can't do it either. Like, even if it's just bickering, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't be a part of this. Like, I, I you and I have, like, a very similar reaction. Like, we're like, I can't. Like, yeah. it makes me way too anxious. Or I just shut down, and I just don't. Yeah. I just pretend I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't know why people think it's okay to do. And can I actually go into my next red flag? I know sure. we're bouncing off, yeah, but yeah, no, go. literally is backpacking off of this. Yeah. Couples that curse at each other. Mm-hmm. big 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 red flag mm-hmm. and i've had this actually my past relationship like i made it a policy as a non-negotiable mm-hmm. in relationships especially just in my future one but i do not think it is okay to raise your voice or curse at mm-hmm. your partner no matter what yeah. now if you say oh my fucking god like something happens and you're like fuck i hurt myself or whatever like if you're not actively yelling at them directing the curse word at them like whatever you're using the english language yeah but the moment like you are angry at your partner and you start like using curse words 
to them mm-hmm. or you're raising your voice at them and then incorporating curse words like to me even if you're not like calling me a curse word if you're angry at me and your voice is raised and you're incorporating curse words into what you're saying to me i'm like i'm out yeah like don't don't talk to me at all actually well i i feel like that's like a relationship ender honestly because like if Mm -hmm. you're willing to take it that far i'm like you obviously have no control or respect for me at all or like control over yourself like it scares me when people are willing to take it that far and i find it really disheartening when i if like someone's telling me about a fight they had with their partner and they're like well i told them to fuck off and i'm like oh my god like if my husband told me to fuck off i would and i would never come back yeah i just i think it's so aggressive but i just don't understand couples that are so comfortable with that i don't know it's not like where do you draw the line then there is no line and then you're just in this abusive relationship I yeah, I think those words are reserved for if someone has done something very very terrible to yeah, you. Like if they cheated on you, yeah, go yes. tell them to fuck off. Yeah, but like, but if you're just having not like, if they like did something stupid, like I just don't understand. Yeah, like oh, you forgot to take the trash out. Like, <laughs> like it yeah, just like, when you're like insulting them, like are you dumb? Like are you stupid? Like what's yeah. wrong with you? so awful no i like uh, i don't understand i really don't like those are just things that like i don't think are forgivable even if you're like really angry with each other like there's a certain line that you don't cross and if you guys are willing to cross that like it just shows a pretty big lack of respect respect yeah and also like maturity yeah because you need to be mature enough to know not to say that to people yeah it's like would you say i mean obviously not everyone's relationships with their mom is good but i'm saying like would you in a hypothetical with a normal parent would you want to tell your mother to fuck off like just whenever you're mad at her i mean in a funny way absolutely unless you weren't (laughs) raised right but like yeah or yeah funny way i guess if you you have that relationship with them sure yeah but like generally speaking if you wouldn't say it to your mother or your brother or your like dad or whatever so many respects yeah then yeah then maybe don't say it to your partner because you're supposed to respect them i know so even casually like i've heard people like in with their partner like something really like maybe they didn't like but they're like are you a fucking idiot like why did you do that and i'm like whoa yeah no like there's a totally different thing that it's like like, say your partner's, like, really making fun of you and you're really laughing. And you're like, haha, fuck off. Yeah, like, like haha, you stupid. That is so yeah. different. Yeah, it's so than different. being like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, like, especially, so it depends what kind of relationship you have. Because, like, mm-hmm. I have the relationship with my husband that, if, yeah, if I called him a fucking dumbass, it would be with, like, love and respect. Yeah, and, and I've literally seen it and it's, like, so, like, normal. Like, it's not at all insulting yeah. or abusive. Yeah, but all. if we were fighting, or if he actually did something where he was being a fucking dumbass like i would never say that like name calling there's no room in a healthy respectful argument for name calling yeah swearing at each other no like it's It's just just... i think if you go there then yeah there's obviously i just feel like your relationship's done but also it's like if you plan on having kids like what example are you sending sorry what example are you setting for your kids your kids are going to be growing up yeah. Seeing mom and dad 
calling each other every name in the book. They're going to yeah. think it's okay. Yeah, and then if they and go the and do that... the pattern of abuse continues. Yeah, and if they go and do that to someone at school or whatever, like, who are you to say that that's not okay if you're doing that at home? Yeah, like, they're not going to know any better. No. I think that's a, actually a really good way of thinking of it. Like, never speak to your partner the way you wouldn't speak to, like, someone you really respect and don't behave in a way with each other even in private that you wouldn't behave in front of like your children even if you don't want children but just someone that like looks up to you like like a niece or something yeah like Like, would you personally i've talked about it before but i don't foresee myself having kids yeah but you're having a kid and she's gonna be my niece and it's like yeah would i want to do anything in front of her probably not no i wouldn't do it yeah so just don't do it. Like, don't behave I'm like that. I'm to even curse in front of her as a newborn. I know. <laughs> like, it's going to be weird. <laughs> but still, anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I totally, totally agree with you. And it's really, yeah. really awful to see that when it's happening, especially, like, right in front of you. I'm like, this is awful. I know. So. Yeah. So that's shitty and a bit of a bummer. <laughs> Why don't you tell me your red flag? What number are we on? I only have one more left. I have two left. Okay. I get because you you did two. I go and then, yeah, I know because I did. Yeah. Okay. This one is like, I'll kind of, I'll bring it up a little bit, (laughs) but still like, it's not a good thing. But, um, I get really, I see a big red flag with couples if they feel like they have to like overly, hype up their partner maybe and let me explain oh, like pda like making out with them every chance they can get no. in front of you no but oh, that cause... does make me uncomfortable <laughs> but like please stop please stop doing that that does make me uncomfortable but what i'm talking about is is if like i will ask like one person a question i'll be like oh how's work going or like how is your trip and then the other person's partner will respond for them and they'll be like they're doing so well at work they do this and they're getting a promotion and everyone loves them and blah 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 and i'm like i was not asking you but like when people do that i'm like i'm not asking you and i know that like i have to sometimes like check myself because i get excited for my partner so I'm like, oh, but tell them about this. And like, this is really exciting where I'm like, no, no, your life. I'll leave this to you. So I definitely have dialed back on that, especially in the past few years, because I know I would talk over my husband because I would get excited. So I've checked that out. But mainly because I started seeing this happen and I was like, oh, God, I don't want people to think that this is what I'm doing. Because, like, even if I I all say to like, oh, so what are your hobbies? Like, if I'm getting to know their partner and like, well, and then before they can even speak, their partner will be like, they do this, and every morning I wake up, and they're doing this, and blah, blah, blah. The best is, yeah, when their partner is like, I don't do that. Like, the other person is just, like, lying to, like, hype that person. Maybe so hyping is not the right word, but it does feel like they're trying to hype them up, um, but, like, unjustfully or something. Hang on. I, I got the word for it. Something. I was going to say embellishing. Embellishing, yes. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm like... Why do you feel like you need to do that? Like, in a way, I feel like, are you embarrassed? Insecurity. Yeah, are you embarrassed of your partner? Are you insecure? Let me tell you, I have the answers for you. <laughs> but, like, it just, like, that's why, honestly, that's why I stopped doing this. Because, like, I wasn't doing it like that, per se. I would just be like, oh, my God, no, tell them. But there's more to this story. Like, tell them, like, the fun thing or whatever. But then I realized I'm like, oh, God, like, I don't want people to think that I'm, like, so insecure in my relationship that I feel like I have to, like, pull teeth to get my partner to be like, 
but look how great they are. Like I, I, I'm confident in my relationship and I'm confident in how great my partner is. So I'll just let them shine in their own way. So like, I'm definitely conscious of that, but be, it's because of this, because I will ask someone a question and their partner answers for them. And then it turns out to not even be true. So I'm like, this is just really okay. embarrassing. Like, it's just really embarrassing that I'm like, you don't need, like, I think your partner's swell. Like, I don't need to know about their hobbies that don't actually exist just so that you feel mm-hmm. better about your relationship choice. Like, yeah, I think it's, it shows a lot of insecurity in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm not okay. here for it. <laughs> no. My last red flag is when you meet a couple mm-hmm. and obviously you know you probably know the couple because you know one of the people so you're meeting their partner sure i find it such a red flag when that person makes no effort to get Um, to know their partner's friends yes (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i feel like the worst part is we've experienced so much of this together i know not everything of course but like so much of this we've experienced together and it's so awkward i know um, but I can't tell you how awful it is. Like I've been on the receiving end and I've been on the other end. Like I've had a partner of mine, like give zero fucks about my friends that yeah. I was introducing them to. And I was like, this is so embarrassing for me. Yeah. It makes me feel so shitty. Cause I'm like, I've talked so much about you. Like I've told everybody how much I like you mm-hmm. and how I'm great so, you are like, excited yeah to yeah. introduce you to people that I care about and like you can't even show the common decency of being interested to meet them to the trash to the trash to the trash but the but yeah but it's like it's so awful when you have a friend who's like here this is my partner and whether it's a boy or a girl or whatever gender they're like not making a single fucking effort Mm-hmm. Till I get to know you. Yeah. And I just find that such a red flag because why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't give a crap about the people you love and care about? Yeah. Like, I I will understand, like, not them coming every time if they're, like, not your cup of tea oh, or yeah. whatever. That makes total sure. sense. But, yeah, you're right. Like, like if you're not, you... You don't have to be best friends. No, but, like, you have to be able to be around, I guess. And, like, participate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's asking. Like, especially, like, if I introduced my future partner to all my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, I would want him to have, like, a good relationship with everybody. Yeah. But some of my friends are not people's cup of tea. And that's okay. And that's fine. And if it's not his cup of tea, that's also okay. Yeah. But, like, I expect him to be respectful. And I expect that to just be done without being said like that is an unspoken rule yeah like i think best case scenario is yes like you all like it's healthy and good to have like separate friendships but if like for example when i'm having like a girls night or something and it's like no husbands or partners or anyone else allowed like just this little core group but it's like oh my husband's coming to pick me up soon is it okay if he just like do you want him to come in and say hi or should I just run out and I really it says a lot to me when my friends are like oh no no no, we would love to see him like tell him to come in and like sit down or whatever and like it's okay like you can still have separate things but it's still like I think it's really rude too when people don't 
come and they say hi if they come to pick someone up like i would never just like sit in the car and like honk the horn and like pick up my husband from like a friend outing or like from work even like i would always come in and say hi i feel like it's just like a respect thing even if you're mm. not like sitting down but like just to come and say hi and i think it's a good thing when your friends are like receptive to that and like want to see your partner but i think it's even better thing when your partner is making that independent effort to like actually independently acknowledge your friends or at least just come sometimes especially if you are invited like it's always really awkward when I like invite my friends a partner and then they don't show up and I'm like why did they not show up <laughs> like, and like you don't even hear from them and you're like uh did I do something I know I find it weird it yeah. it is weird I I agree like I think that yeah. like having healthy boundaries and whatever but like it, I always think, like, if you had to have, like, a, I don't know, a wedding or, like, some sort of a birthday party or something, like, would your partner be able to survive there and you not have to worry about them and, like, tr- like force them to, like, talk to your friends and be nice and engage? Like, mm-hmm. like just be, f- like, I'm not friendly, <laughs> but, like, I went to, like, my husband's Christmas party, and I made sure that I, like, introduced myself and spent time. I think time. the word you're saying is social. I'm not social. Okay, yes. Thank you. I'm not I social. I was like, I don't know if that's the correct way of you depicting yourself. Yes, I'm friendly. I'm not social by... Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. I'm not an by extrovert. Nature. Yes, by nature. Yeah, yeah. By yes. Nature. But, yeah, like, but I knew, like, these people are important to my husband, so I'm going to make an effort to make sure I introduce myself, that I spent time talking to them because it's a reflection on my husband and these people are important to him so if your wife or your partner whatever is literally like being an asshole and like sitting in the corner being like grumpy and not participating like that's a reflection on them i don't want to talk to anybody yeah paying attention to me no and i always find it really awkward when like you want to go do something and then they're like no i don't want to do that come sit here with me and then your whole friend group goes and does the thing without you and you and your friend your friend and their partner just sits there and does nothing and i'm like i know exactly because <laughs> i'm like what the fuck <laughs> no it's so rude it's rude like i'm not saying you have to be happy or whatever but be f- be kind and don't be a downer yeah yeah like if you didn't want to be there then you didn't have to be there yeah i yeah in those situations i'm like just don't come like i'd rather you just weren't here you're like bringing down the vibe no reason no reason tell us your last red flag my last red flag is inconsistencies and Mm -hmm. what i mean by that is from honestly it's a personal example but i have been around couples where i have to probably like prep myself before seeing them because i'm like i never know how this is gonna go and i think inconsistencies in relationships is nerve-wracking for everyone around you and the people involved because yeah because sometimes like before like you're getting ready to go and hang out with a couple or something I hate the feeling where I'm like I hope this goes well because like sometimes it's okay sometimes it's not like you never know how the couple's going to be on the given day and it shows to me a lot that there's obviously inconsistencies in a relationship because 
it's evident. Like some days things go really well and they're really happy and everything's nice. And I just hate walking away from like a gather, a gathering or a get together and being like, oh, thank God that went well. Like I shouldn't have to feel like that around couples. And I feel like no one should have to feel like that around couples because it should be consistent. Mm-hmm. Like you should know, like, you know, sometimes things don't happen things happen like shit happens people have a bad day people get into whatever but like the fact that you and your partner aren't consistently like good is what concerns me and like you never know what's gonna happen and that makes me really nervous (laughs) nope i think that's all very well and said yeah because like you don't know if like one person's gonna blow up and that person's gonna whatever like it's just i know it's concerning. just it's like anxiety inducing because you have to walk on eggshells yeah or just like be prepared for it to go bad i think that's like mm. why should you have to prepare for it to go bad around a couple like it's supposed to be like love and respect and whatever and like you keep that you shit at home think. I don't know. And I'm not saying it has to be consistent, like, all the time. Like, every relationship is different and whatever. But I think when you're around other people especially, like, it should be... The standard should be that you and your partner are on the same page before you walk into somewhere. So that it's not, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're just we're just going to fight right now. Or, <laughs> like, we're going to yell at each other right in front of you. Like, I just... Yeah. It's not my thing. It's not my thing at all. So I don't like inconsistency in relationships. Love it. Yeah. Shall we close it off? Yes. This was a long one, but Mm -hmm. thanks for coming along for the ride. Yeah. We hope that this helps you guys shed some light. Because I think it's good that we talked about not only just like, you know, our observations, but if people feel like this is applicable to their relationship, Mm-hmm. Like, maybe just do some thinking. Like, maybe, obviously, you need to have some conversations, set new boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, maybe go to couples counseling. I really feel like a lot of couples should consider that. Mm-hmm. I feel like my last, red, my last, last, like, bonus red flag would be, like, couples that are so against therapy. Yeah. yeah. That's just such Agreed. a... Uh, anyway. But... Agreed. I didn't include that. But that's a little, like, bonus. A little bonus for but, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think also, too, if you're like me, if you're single... It's good to keep these red flags in mind so you don't have that in your f- future relationship. Or maybe mm-hmm. if you notice these red flags, you can walk away. Yeah. Um, Just make adjustments. Um, and if you can't or that person's not willing to, especially compromise, meet you halfway, acknowledge when they've done wrong. and Respect. Respect. Uh, yeah. Then get the fuck out of there. But, you know, like, you can. I think sometimes people aren't aware and if you don't have a good example of healthy relationships around you, you might think that this is okay. Like what I really appreciate my friend said, like even this week is that what she appreciates with my husband and I's relationship is she's like, you can tell you guys are really good friends and like you would never treat. And it's really awful, but like you treat your friends sometimes better than you treat your spouse or partner because you're like, you have to be here. So you you mm. have to t- put up with my shit, but like you wouldn't necessarily here's treat the, it. Here's the catch: they can leave at any time. They can, and remind yourself that too. Divorce is a thing. Divorce is a thing. Breaking up is a thing. As soon as things are not healthy and not some like something that someone's willing to participate in making a better, healthier place for the both of you, 
it's time to go. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. I think around Christmas time is when a lot of people break up too. I think the winter months, from what I remember, it's like Christmas that's, and that's Valentine's Day. That and Valentine's Day for sure. Yeah. So. And then people, I think it's like summer fling. So there's always like a summer relationship. Yeah. That happens. It's like a fling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so date just... seasonally. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a seasonal <laughs> dater. Nah. No. I'm kind of like a, if it happens, it happens. If I'm in the mood. There you go. <laughs> for food. Food for food. But yeah, that's um, that's all the time we have for y'all today. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you so very much for joining us for this episode. And if you want to find more of us, where can you find us, Mira? You can find us at Matcha Mondays Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and Patreon. If you want to find Silver, you can find her at Matcha Mondays.